Psalm 19. The heavens are telling the glory of God, and the firmament proclaims His handiwork. Day to day pours forth speech, and night to night declares knowledge. There is no speech, nor are there words. Their voice is not heard, yet their voice goes out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In the heavens he has set a tent for the sun, which comes out like a bridegroom from his wedding canopy, and like a strong man runs its course with joy. Its rising is from the end of the heavens, and its circuit to the end of them, and nothing is hid from its heat. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The ordinances of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned. In keeping them there is great reward. But who can detect their errors? Clear me from hidden faults. Keep back your servant also from the insolent. Do not let them have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and innocent of great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 19 speaks of Scripture in ways we often do not. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. When was the last time you said that? I hear and feel too often I have to read Scripture more. When I hear that or or, or when I feel that, I never hear the enthusiasm of someone who says, I have to have another piece of dessert. It usually sounds more like, I have to take my medicine. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul They are to be more desired than fine gold and sweeter than honey. Was the psalmist just super pious? Out to score points with God? Or did he know something that we often miss? Did you know that there are people in this world whose vocation, their job, is to read Scripture night and day? That's what they do. Eat, sleep, and read. I know I can't imagine it either. But that's their job. Somewhere along the way, someone took Psalm 1 seriously. Psalm 1, which says, Happy are those who meditate on God's law night and day. There are some happy people in this world who are doing just that. That might not be your vocation. It's not mine at least not to read it every waking hour, but that meditating part, that considering the word of the Lord night and day, well, maybe that's something we should consider. 
if the commandment of the Lord enlightens the eyes, maybe we should know the commandments of the Lord. Maybe we should read them, hear them, reflect on them throughout our days. Meditating on Scripture throughout the days and nights could bring us more in line with how our lives are to praise God and what we are to avoid. One of the concerns the psalmist raises is those who sin unaware, his own concern about his sinning unaware. Who, the psalmist asks, can detect their own errors? Then he pleads, clear me from hidden faults. It's Lent, good time to confess, so I will confess to you that your pastors and staff Realize that we do not produce perfect bulletins. That won't be news to some of you. That it's not news to some of you is not news to me. We appreciate your guidance. Some wonder if we ever look at the bulletins before they are printed. We do. What happens, you should know, is that we look at them too much. It's hard to catch your own errors because you fill in the words that are missing and you read it the way it's supposed to read. I had a wonderful 12th grade English teacher and she would have us write our papers out and then make copies for everyone in the class. Each class period, three persons were selected for that day and they were to distribute the papers around the class. We would sit, those who weren't delivering the paper that day, with our pens in hand and mark the errors we noted as the presenters read their papers in that class period. And what we noticed is that the words that were on the paper did not always match the words that came out of their mouths. They would read the correct tense even if they had written the wrong one. If there was a missing word, it would come flowing from their mouth, even if it wasn't down on paper. It taught me the value of reading aloud as I proofread my own work. So what we've decided to do is to read the bulletins aloud to you each week until we get them right. Just kidding. We'll keep trying to do our best, but don't miss the lesson. We're all good at missing errors and overlooking hidden faults. It's easy to do that if our only standard of comparison is ourselves. Well, of course I thought that was right to do. That's why I did it that way. Maybe sometimes we need a better standard than that. We need the Bible. Words to reflect on stories of Jesus and how he lived his life to give us a better standard than our own. We need the words of our faith to reveal to us our own hidden faults, our own prejudices, our own inner demons. Even so, engaging the scriptures, meditating on them day and night, letting them affect how we move about in the world does not have to be dreadful. It's meant to be life-giving bring clarity to our lives. Another high school story I have to 
tell them while I can still remember them. I had this biology teacher in 11th grade, Mrs. Audifer. She had an overhead projector that she would give notes on. This was this machine that you'd put here. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I could never read the projector slides because I sat in the back hoping to never be called on. And so every day after class, I would scurry to the front and write down whatever I could before I had to get to my next class. Finally, along the way, Mrs. Audifer said to me, you know, William, you probably should get your eyes checked. Sure enough, went to the eye doctor and found out I did not have very good vision. I remember being astounded driving home that first day with those prescription glasses to find out that there were actually individual leaves on the trees, (laughs) not just great big blobs. It can be enlightening to see more clearly. It can be enlightening to spend our days reflecting on God's Word. What if tomorrow you and I reflected on God's promise that He'll be our refuge, a source of strength in times of trouble? What if we thought about all day Tuesday God saying to us, Be still and know that I am God. Or on Wednesday, day and night, it washed over us. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. What would it do to us if on Thursday we said to ourselves, or the Scripture said to our hearts, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all God's benefits. On Friday... Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Wonder how we'd be changed, enlightened, better able to praise in the ways we've been called to by having these words revive our souls day and night. Let's find out this week.